What's up, aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. A lot of stuff going on today. Today was one of the most interesting days in a while. We've got a ton of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk Simone Biles. We're going to talk Olympics. We're going to talk NFL training camps. Who's possibly on the move? Just an insane day in MLB trades, basketball trades. The NBA draft happened today. ton of stuff going on. Let's talk about it. All right, Olympics. First of all, before I say what I want to say, congrats to Suni Lee on winning the all-around gold medal for gymnastics. She was awesome. I watched the qualifying the other day. I didn't get to watch um, a lot of the gold medal round, but she was awesome in qualifying. So congrats to her. Um, now let's talk about what everyone's been talking about. Let's talk about Simone Biles. Now I am on the fence about this. I thought about not talking about it just because it's such a controversial topic to go against right now. And I'm not going against, I got to get out here and say this first. I'm not going against mental health issues. Mental health issues are real. Mental health issues exist. Mental health issues can crumble people. So in the case with Simone Biles, I want to say she did some of this to herself. Not all of it, obviously. She did some of this to herself. Let's talk about it. All right. Simone Biles, the GOAT, right? Everyone dubbed her the GOAT. In Rio, she won, I believe, three gold medals and one silver medal. Um, They've got four flips, moves named after her, whatever they're called in gymnastics. They've got this stuff named after her. Um, The GOAT, right? Now, what she did to herself was kind of put herself on that pedestal. She's wearing the goat flip-flops she's wearing the the goat unitard leotard whatever it is they wear she's wearing this goat stuff and she's kind of when she does that she she says she's acknowledging it like she's i'm the goat like that's like tom brady saying i'm the goat that's like michael jordan just proclaiming he's the goat the real goats don't really have to like say they're goats right greatest of all time they don't have to say that's what they are. Simone Biles came up before the team competition, said, quote, once I came out here, I was like, nope, mental's not there. So I just need to let the girls do it and focus on myself. Simone Biles, greatest gymnast of all time. Do not disagree with that. Mental health issues, don't disagree with that. She's been through a lot she was one of the victims in the larry nasser case the guy that sexually um assaulted all the gymnasts i think over 200 gymnasts in the same um she was a victim in that she's a victim in having her childhood robbed pretty much for gymnastics right we look at these gymnasts some of them go to the olympics at 12 um they go to a couple olympics they train for four years they hardly ever take breaks they destroy their bodies before the age of 20. Simone Biles is 24 and that's even like considered old in gymnastics but She did all this. She built up all of it. She won those medals. She won those championships. Um, She built herself up, and she made herself the best of all time. And when I said I was watching the qualifying round the other day for the team all around, I think, um, she stumbled a couple times. She jumped off the mat in her floor routine. She did a couple things, and she was still winning in the points. She still had the most points out of any gymnast in that competition. Russia, Brazil, it didn't matter. She still had the most points. On her worst day, she was still beating everybody. 
true goat, right? But what she did to herself was she, she built herself up and she put all the pressure on herself and everyone will come out and say, good for you because it's such a, um, stigma breaking movement right now to say mental health, take care of yourself. Marshawn Lynch said it best. The great philosopher, Marshawn Lynch, take care of your chickens and your mentals. The great philosopher and people are going to agree and people are applauding Simone Biles and that's great. And I applauded her too at first. Because when I first read the tweets, I came out as an injury. Um, she backed out because of an injury. And then I saw people just like destroying her online already. I was like, we're not going to destroy Simone Biles, the greatest gymnast of all time, just because she got an injury. But then the more I read into it, the more I, I saw what was going on. She backs out of the individual all-around final that was today that Suni Lee won. And then um, she backed out of the team final a couple of days ago, which the U.S. ends up losing, by the way. Definitely would have won if she was there performing. But I don't know what it is. She just backs out. I don't know if she's making a statement about mental health or trying to just make it more aware. If she just walked in, said, nope, mental's not there, and took herself out of the competition. Now, where I kind of have an issue with this, and, I mean, you can take it or leave it for what you want. I just have a, a stupid podcast, but... um the Olympics, gymnastics, you train hard your whole life to possibly try and get to the Olympics, which is the biggest stage on the planet for your sport. And you are considered the best of your sport of all time. Let's look at other people who, who are emphasizing mental health. Naomi Osaka, really recent um, example. She backs out of the French Open because of mental health issues. She backs out of Wimbledon, Wim Wimbledon, Wimbledon because of mental health issues. Now that's fine. What's Naomi Osaka thinking? It's like, okay, I'm not feeling it. That's fine. French Open, you know, I'll, I'll be back here next year. Um, Wimbledon, I'll be back here next year. No worries. I'll take it off. I'll get ready for the Olympics in my home country, which she's competing in. So no harm, no foul, right? It's completely different for, for Simone Biles, someone that's considered the best of all time in her sport. Gymnasts get like maybe one Olympics. I mean, Sean Johnson was my favorite, um, one of my favorite Olympians of all time. She didn't even make it to a second Olympics. She was 16, I think, when she, she won medals in Beijing. And she didn't even make it to the 2012s in, in London. I think she tore her ACL like skiing or something. But gymnasts don't have a, a long lifespan in the sport. I'm not talking about life. So they don't have a long lifespan in the sport. In your, you just have millions of people looking up to you. You self-proclaim yourself. You self-proclaim goat. You're wearing the goat shoes, you're wearing the goat on your, on your back. You're saying that you're the goat. You're saying that on your worst day, you can go out and you can kick the shit out of Russia and you can kick the shit out of Brazil and China, all these other gymnastics countries on your worst day. And then when it comes to showing up and finishing the job and sealing the deal and winning on the biggest stage in the world for your sport, you back out. I, I kind of felt robbed of that. And I have no room to talk. Like I said, I'm not a sports superstar. I played scout team defense for a Division II college in in football. I backed out because I sucked after my freshman year. I realized that I sucked after everything. I went to college at 5'9", tried to play tight end, 260 pounds, fat as hell. I am not a star athlete by any means. So I have no idea what it would be like to try and go perform in front of millions of people. You talk about the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. Everyone's expecting you to win. Everyone's expecting you to dominate. 
It's like, you're expecting you to dominate. You put, you're wearing the goat stuff, proclaiming yourself as the goat like that. And like I said, mental health is real. Having mental issues is real. Doubting yourself is real. But if you're going to be the goat, you think Michael Jordan would have got to the biggest stage of the NBA finals and, and found a way to, to get out of it? Hell no. Tom Brady has seven rings because he got to the Super Bowl and just, you know, I, I'm not feeling it, guys. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Like, that's not goat stuff. Goat stuff's not just about performing. It's about having the guts and the courage to do something that no one else can do. There's four gymnastics moves made after the, named after this girl, after this woman, after this star athlete, because no one else on the planet can do them. It would probably be irresponsible for someone else to try and do her moves because they would hurt themselves greatly. Self-proclaimed goat, the best. No one's ever seen her stuff before. And she backs out when you're on the biggest stage. There's a part that says, take care of your mental health. Nothing's bigger than your mental health. And that's great. But what about the the people that are going to see that and they're going to be like, you know what, when, when I get overwhelmed or I get too much going on in my head, I can just back out of it. I mean, that can't be a good way to live your life. And Simone Biles has said for the rest of her life, she's got endorsements. She's got all this different stuff. She's got her medals. I'm going to have a ton of money. It's fine. But, I mean, I have no room to talk. I mean, just bowing out at the last minute. I don't know. I hope she's okay. I hope she does good. I hope she comes back for the individual competitions. If her, if her mind is up to it, if she's able to do it. But I think she gave up too much with too little of a window to work with, to be amazing, to be great. It's just such a small margin for error. And it's something you were so dominant at and everyone knew you were going to win. And everyone knew, you knew, wearing all the ghost stuff, you knew no one could touch you. No one can touch you in that gym. And you were right. And I feel like we were robbed. I think you, you did a little bit of that to yourself. Hyped yourself up a little bit. I hope you're okay. But I think you did a little bit to yourself. All right, that's enough I'm going to talk about. That. Probably gonna, for the many people that listen to this podcast, probably get roasted for the mental health stuff. But... Let's talk about what I really know something about. NFL football, baby. Training camp is here. Every team is at training camp as of yesterday or Wednesday, the 28th. Everyone's reported. Everyone's practicing. Let's talk about a couple unhappy situations. Xavier Howard, star corner for the Miami Dolphins, wants a trade. Now, this is kind of funny that this came out. Right when you get to training camp, like, why wouldn't you request a trade? in March or over the summer request a trade when you've got time to get to a new team, learn a playbook, have a, maybe a, a mini camp under your belt. This dude waited till the day of training camp to, to post on Instagram that he wanted to trade and it's kind of long. So I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but in his Instagram post, he said, I played on that deal for two seasons um, he signed a contract in 2018 that made him the highest paid corner in the NFL, um, salary-wise, not bonus included. And he said he didn't understand the contract, didn't feel comfortable with it. Which, A, I mean, that's got to be on you or your agent. If you're an agent and you're having someone sign a contract that um, they don't feel comfortable with, you're kind of a piece of shit. But he didn't feel comfortable with the contract. And then 
Um, he played on for two seasons and didn't complain. Everyone knows he's I've significantly outperformed that deal. And he's mad because he's not the, the highest paid corner on his team after they signed Byron Jones, uh, I believe, last offseason to um, a pretty big contract. But, <laughs> I mean, why did you wait till the day of training camp to request a trade? Deshaun Watson's been trying to get a trade for what seems like a year now. He's been trying to get out of Houston, along with J.J. Watt was trying to get out of Houston. They rebuilt that team. And the new CBA is kind of crazy because it really discourages holding out. Deshaun Watson could have done what Le'Veon Bell did and just not showed up. He could have done what many people have done and not showed up till they got traded or they got what they wanted. The, pay, the players usually hold the power. But under the new CBA, they um they can't hold out. Like, you would lose so much money. It's $50,000 a day if you don't show up to training camp. $50,000 a day. I mean, these guys have millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. But $50,000 a day? Like, no one's that stupid. And it's the first year in a long time we haven't had any any camp holdouts. No one's that stupid. No one could possibly be that stupid to hold out for $50,000 a day. Not even Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers went back. All the money in the world doesn't like what the Packers are doing. Came out unfiltered and said, you know, this is where we're going. I want my last year my contract voided. Next year I'll play this year. But after this, peace out, Girl Scout. I'm going somewhere else. Which, the Steelers are a very real possibility to land Aaron Rodgers next year if Ben retires this year. Because we're going to have like $72 million in cap space next year. So sign TJ Watt to a mega deal. Get Aaron Rodgers in there. Win a Super Bowl or two in the four years that he's going to be there. And everyone's happy. Not everyone, but me. Training camps are here. We are six days away from an actual football game being played. The Hall of Fame game, Steelers-Cowboys. Thursday night... I'm excited for some kind of semblance of football. Now, the stars will be there. The induction will happen. All that's cool, but Ben Roethlisberger being a street killer is probably... TJ Watt probably won't even warm up. He probably won't even be dressed out. All these guys... We'll watch Dwayne Haskins play. We'll watch Mason Rudolph probably start the game. But football is six days away. Some kind of football is six days away. Aaron Rodgers thought he was going to get traded. Everyone said he kind of that he kind of lost the, the battle because it was, it's gone on since the draft, I think where he said he was unhappy with the team trying to get traded to a good situation or a situation he approved of, um, ends up coming back playing anyway after this whole standoff with the Packers. I don't think he lost. I just think, I mean, it would be super fiscally irresponsible if he just started holding out for $50,000 a day. Man's probably got a hundred million dollars in the bank, but it would be so irresponsible to just start throwing away 50 grand a day. But I don't think he lost, but I think he's going to get what he wants after this year. I think he'll play his butt off for his teammates because he seems like a, a teammate-centered guy. But, I mean, he's not playing for the Packers at all. He's playing for, he he likes Matt LaFleur, kind of, I guess. But he's playing for all his teammates. He's playing for Bakhtiari. He's playing for Devontae Adams. He's playing for Tanyan. He's playing for his line. I mean, he, he's got a lot of buddies on the team. So he'll be fine. The Packers will be good this year. But this will be the last year of Aaron Rodgers. They, it would be a miracle if they were able to hang on to this guy. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what an electric day L.A. had. Los Angeles, California had a wild day. First of all, let's backtrack a little bit. I didn't know what was going on with this whole Trevor Bauer situation. Trevor Bauer was a Dodgers pitcher, superstar, Cy Young award winner last year. Dodgers signed him for a three-year, $102 million contract. Insane amount of money insane 
starting rotation the Dodgers were supposed to have with Kershaw, Bauer, um, David Price, Walker Bueller. They're going to have a sick team. But Trevor Bauer hasn't played in a few weeks, and I didn't know why, and I, I had to look it up today. This happened like early July, and it's July 29th right now when I'm recording this. I had no idea what Trevor Bauer did. But Trevor Bauer, um, what was it? He had a, quote, sexual encounter with a girl. He swears it was consensual. Let me read the LA Times article. Pasadena police are continuing to investigate Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer for felony assault after a woman accused him of choking her until she lost consciousness, injuring her over the course of two sexual encounters. Bauer's on administrative leave from the Dodgers as they complete their investigation. And this is the part that kills me. That leave is paid. This dude assaulted a woman, allegedly, assaulted a woman, and he is getting paid. A $102 million contract over the course of three years. That's what, $34 million a year. Quick math, boom. $34 million a year. So this dude's been on leave for a month. Let's do it. 30, 34 divided by, how long is the baseball season? Like seven months, probably. So let's say $34 million a year divided by seven months. This dude's got almost $5 million just sitting at home this past month. $4.8 million sitting at home trying to battle through the court system. And you know what this tells me? that The fact that they're, they're still paying him. The Dodgers must be pro-sexual assault. And if you're a Dodgers fan, you are a true piece of shit. Trevor Bauer, man, I had no idea what he actually did. I knew he wasn't playing, and I knew he was, like, suspended, but I had no idea that happened. That's crazy. That's just how much baseball's been falling off my radar. The Bucks winning the championship and the way they handled the bubble situation, the NBA, not the Bucks, but the NBA, basketball quickly became my second favorite sport, and baseball is just, like, falling off a, a cliff right now. But the one good thing about MLB is this trade deadline. No other sport has anything like this. I mean, they have trade deadlines, but no one's trade deadline is like baseball. And it is awesome. Now, the only reason I brought up Trevor Bauer was because I saw that the Dodgers made a trade for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. And I was like, why are they going to bring in Scherzer when they have to pay Bauer, Kershaw, David Price? They've got this killer rotation. And then I had to look up the why Trevor Bauer wasn't playing, um, and it was a doozy. So they bring in Max Scherzer, another multiple Cy Young Award winner. When is the MLB going to step in and just say this is too much? Look at this trades. We've got uh, Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo going to the Yankees. We've got Scherzer and Trey Turner going to the Dodgers, who won the World Series last year. The Yankees have only crap in the past decade, but they somehow keep raking in superstars. How is baseball, who has always been known for being whoever pays the most wins or whoever throws the most money at it is going to win? Small market teams, the Oakland A's, money ball, not going to get it done. You got to buy your championships. When is the MLB going to step in and, and just get rid of get rid of this? The MLB has to like stop this at some point. The MLB has to just say, not everyone can go to the Dodgers and the Yankees. Like Rob Manfred, what are you doing? The NBA wouldn't even let Chris Paul go to the Lakers with Kobe Bryant. And we're sitting here. Max Scherzer is joining Clayton Kershaw and David Price and Walker Bueller and Trey Turner, which the Dodgers are going to have a Turner left side of the infield with 
Justin Turner at third base and Trey Turner at shortstop. Trey Turner's a stud too. He's no like he's not the afterthought in this in this deal. He's a he's a good player. And Scherzer, unbelievable pitcher, psychopath, just saying stuff on the mound, but unbelievable pitcher. And when is the MLB just gonna say, you know what, cut the shit. This is this is enough. You guys need to stop doing this. Put a salary cap on the freaking MLB man. This luxury tax is BS. These guys probably find a way to not pay the tax anyway, because billionaires are great at not paying taxes. But I mean this is BS, man. I'm an Angels fan, so it's annoying to me. I love Trout. I love Otani. We have zero pitching. Why aren't the Angels making moves? Why didn't we get Scherzer? Why didn't we go grab a pitcher? The one thing we need. Our offense is great. Can't pitch to save our lives. And we're sitting here watching Dodgers. There's Rakin, Max Scherzer, Trevor Bauer, raking in all these studs. Back in the day, it was Adrian Gonzalez. When's the MLB going to step in? This is why the MLB has become like the worst run league in in sports. Just stuff like this. I mean, I love the deadline. I love everything going on. This keeps baseball relevant. But, man, it's got to stop at some point. What are the Nationals doing, first of all? Max Scherzer, Trey Turner. They sent Schwarber to the Red Sox today. They sent another pitcher to San Diego, I think. They just sell the whole farm. Those, those were the guys that won the, the World Series two years ago. They sold the whole freaking farm. The Nationals complete rebuild mode. Insane. Insane to think where they were. Bryce Harper, Strasburg. And then they get Scherzer later. Trey Turner comes up. Anthony Rendon. None of those guys are there anymore. All those guys gone. Deuces. Peace out. Another highway robbery. L.A. taking from Washington, D.C. Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Man, this was huge. And we we talk about Chris Paul getting rejected going to the the Lakers earlier. I mean, that would never happen in today's NBA. Look at what today's NBA's got. Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron James probably going to face off on Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden in the finals. Which is why, I mean... For the Bucks to do what they did in this in this kind of NBA is awesome because teams are just gonna keep doing this. Team they're gonna form super teams. LeBron's gonna go play wherever he wants, form a super team there. I mean it <laughs> there's no end to this either. I'm not gonna be mad about this because I like basketball more than baseball right now, and baseball is just falling off the face of the earth. But Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, insane. Southern California is much happier. There's a better vibe. There's a better buzz around Southern California when the Lakers are good at basketball. I don't know. It's just something that's kind of special in sports. I don't know what's really special when, when the Red Sox in Boston, when the Red Sox win the World Series, when the Lakers are good and they're winning, it's kind of a, a good vibe in Southern California. And I'm... A Bucks fan. I'll always be a Bucks fan, but the Lakers are going to be exciting to watch. All right. That's all I got. Thanks for making it this far. Thanks for making it through my mental health talk. Love always and remember, I was sucks.